Hey, yo, what's good, what's good, what's good? Welcome to Reflections of a DJ, the road podcast presented by DJ City and Beat Source. I'm one of your hosts, DJ Crooked. I've got DJ Never here. Yo, what's up, y'all? I got Jamie the Great. Yeah, what up, what up? Uh, DJ D Miles is uh, having <laughs> ass and knee problems. He's just having all types of issues. He's getting all types of things fixed. Uh, we got a special guest host, though. Uh, our own favorite, DJ Eddie McDonald. What up, Eddie? What's up, fellas? What's up, fellas? Yo, um, good to be back. Yeah, thank you for coming through. And then of course. we got a special guest uh, by way of Philly. And I swear, I guess Philly breeds some of the most talented DJs. It's just like, it's unbelievable. But this guest has DJed for like probably the most prolific R&B and hip hop artists, you know, just to name a few. If you guys have heard of these people, you know, up and coming artists like Janet Jackson and Patti LaBelle. <laughs> 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 up and coming artists? <laughs> yeah, man. I don't know if you know any of their songs or anything, but you know. <laughs> Big things in their future. Yeah. A guy named Kanye ahead. West. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Kanye West. A know? little Chicago rapper named Common. Love, love that is. Oh my God. Yeah. Yeah. You'll, you'll, you'll hear about them probably later on in you know in in a couple yeah. years or so but <laughs> yeah no. they're gonna pop yeah. I, I know it they're gonna pop they're gonna but pop. i mean he is the go-to dude for tour djs and he's one of the most talented and gifted dudes ever man and i like to welcome dj active man thanks for coming through on the show man yeah. thank you man, yeah, man. i appreciate right. y'all thank you for having me can never really get y'all. a good uh clapping a welcome clap on that, zoom, right? zoom. <laughs> it's always the worst welcome clap so active so here's the thing you're in vegas you're you've been in vegas we were supposed to record this all um in person but, yeah, yes 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 but we just thought it'd be safer to do it on zoom because we're all, we're literally all in vegas but we're zooming it so we should have done this in person Mm-hmm. But okay. you know, we were we we know you've been on the road. You've been traveling. We're trying to be safe. Numbers are going crazy, and yeah. I, we didn't want you to bring your road manager COVID. You know what I'm saying? So <laughs> we wanted to keep it. <laughs> My road manager COVID. Me bring it. COVID. Yeah. I know you. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. I'm sure you've been safe and everything. But we're just being. Yeah. Oh, we're very very cautious and responsible. But we're glad to have you on the show. I think we've been sure. trying to have you f- for a minute. And then everything Appreciate just went so. crazy and everything. But glad to have you in Vegas, man. And you, you've you been working. You've been doing a couple gigs out here working with Eddie. Yeah, definitely. Shout out to Mag Agency. Yeah. Um, last night we did a stream uh, at his office. It was dope, man. And uh, I think it streamed to like two different clubs. Is that right, Eddie? Yeah, Alibi and Lily. Cocktail lounges at, uh, at Bellagio and, uh, and uh, Aria. Yeah. Dope. Yeah, so that was dope, man. You know, I've been working with Eddie now probably for like a year some change that he had me at omnia a couple other spots out here nice so, yeah yeah we linked it on the record you know mm-hmm. yep it's been a so, great relationship man so you you flew out here you've been in vegas you're you're still are you still based in philly yeah i am based by the way of philly it's close to philly where i'm at yes yeah, like delaware i moved out that way so have you been traveling or is this like one of the first times you've been kind of flying in and well out? well i've been traveling man i mean i've been i had a few dates um i did in atlanta um, but it was like at the W Hotel. Mm-hmm. So it was that and this place called Apartment B4. So I've been going back and forth. I, I actually, it's been once a month I've been doing it since September. You just recently did the verses with uh, Patti LaBelle and Gladys Knight, right? You work with yeah. Patti LaBelle pretty frequently. Like you, you yeah, did her yeah. house parties and everything, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I did her um, her New Year's Eve party uh, 
few weeks ago. Wow. And uh, yeah, the verses was dope, man. I did verses with her. I, cu- I curated the uh, music and uh, programmed the music for her and helped Gladys Knight as well. So that was that was kind of cool. Were you, you there? Know. You were on site though, right? You were at the. Yeah, I was on, I was on the side, the side of the stage. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah I got a, I got a question. Did you? <laughs> Me too. How was Patty LaBelle's cooking? Did you? <laughs> <laughs> how, how Patty cooking is good. Patty got some I keep good pies. Him, I mean, it's like the best soul food. The pies is good. I yeah. mean, the, the the macaroni is smacking. What's um, <laughs> Love been trying to get a um a invite for for at least ten years? I don't <laughs> understand how he ain't been there yet. But yeah, dog. <laughs> yeah, her food is good, man. She, she got some good uh, black eyed peas, Damn. collard greens. Oh, yeah. shit. She's soul food. Oh what? hey, OG. <laughs> <laughs> where, did they, where did they film that? Was it in L.A. or was it Atlanta? The Versus is in Philadelphia at the Fillmore. Oh, it wasn't. It was in oh, Philly. Oh, shit. Oh, yeah? It was oh, in wow. Philly. So Gladys, Gladys came up with her. She came up from North Carolina on her tour bus, and then they did it. We did it at the Fillmore. Yeah. Oh, shit. All right. How did yeah. you and Patty link hey, up? How, how did you? Yeah, that um, question is crazy. How did you and Patty <laughs> link up? <laughs> Uh, um, professional. So, 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 nah. <laughs> no, 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 Y'all I'm just crazy. saying that's crazy. Y'all crazy it sounds hell. crazy. Like, it, wait, no. should I? Well, okay, wait, wait. How do, wait, how do no, I? No, no, it's this? perfect. It just sounds crazy when you say, yeah, how do you and Patty LaBelle? Why, why, you, hey, yo. why are you thinking in the gutter, man? I mean, we're, we're having trying to, we're, you know, we're having a professional. No, I wasn't con- thinking like that. <laughs> I was nah. just saying, that sounds crazy. <laughs> That, that was I, that was crazy. How do you and Patty link up? Like I think Patty. <laughs> nah, she um, you know what? Her, her me and her son. I used to work with her son back in the day. His name is Zori. Him and uh, a partner of mine, which is Dr. J's son, Jay Irvin. They're real tight. So I mean, connected with Jay, and then with Zori. Zori is her son. Mm-hmm. Um, he the one who kind of plugged me in with, with Patty and his mom. So I did a lot of work with him in the past on some uh, artists that he had. I just scratched it on their albums and we always been cool, you know, since for, for a few years now. So he's like, yo, the verse is coming up. Would you want to do it? You know, we'd like to get you to do it. And she wanted, she requested me to do it. So that's, that's how it went down, man. That was like one of, uh, one, that was one of Neva's favorite battles. It was, yeah, man. It was. It's like, oh, Gladys Snake and Patty LaBelle. Yeah. <laughs> they had like some old school beef too. Yeah. Like it, it was funny though. I mean, they, they friends, they love each other, but it was some old school beef from like a, uh, 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 a card game, they, <laughs> a spades. They talk- <laughs> game of spades. Oh, yeah, yeah. But when they when they was on tour, so that was like a them, them was really going at it. Like, <laughs> wow, <laughs> amazing. Did you sense some tension? I think Neville was asking about that shit. Like, yeah, was nah, it like- nah, nah, nah. It was, I wasn't sending no tension. Nah, <laughs> even if there was, you couldn't say nothing about it either, right? Kinda. No, best of friends. Wait, so who had the bigger dressing room? Oh snap. <laughs> Yo, y'all crazy. <laughs> Who had the bigger dressing room? Yo, yeah. I think you know what? Uh, I'm gonna have to go with Patty. Uh, I guess she was in her hometown. Yeah, man. I'm about to say that. She's yeah, in yeah, Philly, yeah, man. Yeah. She's in her hometown. They gave it to Patty. All love to, to you know, um, yeah. Gladys. And Dion Ward popped up out of nowhere. Right, right. Even wow. Dion yeah, yeah. was even coming. I'm like, I don't even have Dion's music. I don't know what. I don't know. What, so, oh, that wasn't Dude, planned? Was like, that wasn't planned? Hell no. No, I was like, okay. Oh, wow. So she just popped in and, and they were like, yo. Yes, they surprised me. They did, that's what friends are for. I said, well, we're just going to play this and then you guys can sing oh, to it shit. because I, I didn't know wow. that. Were you getting nervous about, do you get nervous about doing shit like that? Like those kind of shows or not really? Not really. I mean, I used to, you know, I just try to just stick to what we rehearse, yeah. you know, and, and stay on the, stay on that path and 
just stay focused and, and listen to what they're saying in case they might want to switch it up. And I got to throw, a, they throw an audible. So I just be paying attention to them, bro. Yeah, so. you, you've been doing like, you've been doing tour. You've been like on the road DJing for artists for like 18, 20 years, damn near 20 years, right? <laughs> yes, sir. Yeah, yeah, man. It's a long ass history of just, and you know, your list of the artists that you've worked with is incredible, fam. It's like Janet Jackson, Kanye West, Miley Cyrus, Nas Common, <laughs> Music Jennifer so Hudson, child. Music So Child, <laughs> Estelle, uh, Diddy, John Legend, uh, The Roots, El Cool J, Tiger, Queen Latifah, and that's just Mm-mm. that's just the beginning, kind just of. Just right? to name a few. Yeah. A Thank yeah. you, man. <laughs> that's really yeah, it's been a blessing, yeah. man. It's been a blessing to work with him, man. I started with uh with Music So Child first in yeah. 2000, and then from there, um, a, a couple artists seen me working with music, I was trying to bring the hip hop vibe to the R&B, you know, with some hip hop uh, break beats and stuff like that. And then from there, I got a call from, um, who was it? I think it was, it was uh, actually Jay Irvin, he called me, Dr. Jason, he was managing Khalees. And he asked me to come to Italy to do an audition for her. And Nas was there actually. And he was like, yo, I got some shows coming up, bro. Like, I would like for you to come out with me for, you know, some shows. So wow. from there to start trickling okay. down, man, it was just, actually, it was just like people seeing me with other artists and then requesting me to come. It would, I, I don't, that's just how it went down. I, the reaction, truth, yeah. 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 Amazing. Wow, man. Right time. It's like, it's funny because your name is DJ Active and it's like, you you really live by your name. You're active. You're, like, you're, you're active as like, a motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> no, like Don't you're stop. no, but you're active, active. But you move like really, like no, you move, <laughs> no, you move like super quiet. Like you don't, you move elegantly. You know, you're not like loud and shit. Like yeah, do you know what I mean? Like there's a lot of DJs mm-hmm. that do. Don't do twenty percent of what you do, but they're they're way louder on on social media. They, they, yeah, you. they put all this shit yeah. out there. Yeah, yeah. I respect, man. Yeah, I just try to do my thing, man. I don't, you know, I'm not really, really too built on the fame. Like, I just, I just love music and I like the DJ, you know what I'm saying? And I like the music direct shows. So I just try to do the job. And then, you know, I might throw some DJ videos up or post up where I'm spending at. But that's really, you know, that's, I don't really be, hey, I'm going, I'm working with this artist, working with that artist. I only post it up when it's real. And then, you know, people come Mm -hmm. to the show. Mm-hmm. But but the way you've done your career, it's like really kind of word of mouth a little bit, right? Like artists. Basically, yeah. yeah. It, it's been really word of mouth, man. I mean, yeah. that's a blessing right there because it, it's just like, yo, you like what you did. Would you mm-hmm. want to come out with hair? So I'm like, right. word, cool. That's like, a- you help put this show together? I'm like, all right, cool. That's an amazing so. thing to have in a career like for a DJ in the entertainment business. I was speaking with, I was speaking with a, a friend that you know. Uh, I was speaking okay. with DJ Boogie Blind. We were, Family, we, were, Boogie. Yeah, we were talking about you. And we were that's like, yo, that, I was like, yo, that's like the ultimate way to move behind the scenes and working with just the most talented artists in the world and just not really being on Front Street all the time and having to just put everything out there and put it on the Internet and just, you know, and just moving like that. That's like the ideal way to move in the industry. And we were, and we were just saying how how great it is. And he was talking a lot of good things about you and showing a lot of respect nah and, that boy yeah he's an amazing dj man and me and boogie was actually on tour together yeah in 2005 we did the cool mix tour it was uh buster rhymes mary ben ari common mm-hmm. um wow the roots was on this tour kanye john legend and uh uh what's her name i forgot the girl he was djing for at that time was it gene gray it, it gene was gene gray yeah yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> 
That joint was dope, man. Who were you? Who, were, how did, who were you DJing on that you were on that tour? I was, I was, the, I was the house DJ, so mm. I was spending between sets and then bring everybody on. It was me and this, uh, the host name was uh, John Barber, and uh, we would bring on the different acts in between sets. So we'll get the crowd hype, everybody hype, and then like, all right, next up we got Gene Gray coming out, and then Boogie will perform. Yeah, yeah, you know, rock out, yeah. Yeah, he was telling me he was saying he couldn't remember the tour, but he thought it was like the most Def Talib Kweli tour or something, but. Yes, yes, they was on there too because it was like a three part tour, so it was like it was running all summer. Mm -hmm. So, yes, it's it's crazy. Yeah, and I thought I would, I, I was gonna hit him up because I saw you were like a a DMC champion from '95, right? Oh, '94, yeah, '94. Okay, sorry. Yeah, I competed uh, in DMC. Um, I placed. Well, actually, my uh, my older cousin placed um, first in '94. Um, His name is Ghetto DJ Ghetto. And then um, I placed third. I uh, was it was me, DJ Craze, Rock Raider was in it. Mm-hmm. Um, wow. And I play I placed third. Rock Raider placed second, and Ghetto placed first. And then uh, we went to New York, and then we did the uh, we did the uh, what is it called the uh, finals, the USA finals in New York. And uh, I placed I placed second there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Whenever I I whenever we have any like turntableists. Mm-hmm. Like on uh, on the on this podcast, I always hit a blind and like double check the history and stuff like that. Oh yeah, yeah. blind no blind. He, he a real DJ man. He, yeah. he, he a turntablist. So that's that's family from way way back in the nineties, yeah. man. So I used to go up to New York when I was a kid. Mm-hmm. You know, I used to, I tell you, I used to cut school and like, all right, I'm going up to New York. I'm gonna get these battles. You know, go to Fat Beats and get some records and shit like that. So how how was it in oh. in Philly like? Uh, growing up in Philly, getting into the DJing and and just linking up with Music Soul Child, were you guys just known in the city? Because I've I've spoken to other DJs like um, XL, Cosmo Baker, and it seemed like yeah, XL. Yeah, now he part we, we we part of the same DJ crew. Shout out to XL, Scratch Mechanics, yes, yeah, JSP Sat One. Mm-hmm. Yep, that's us. Mm-hmm. And then um, it's just like a small world. It's kind of a small, tight community. Uh, like with all the music heads, the artists, and the DJs in Philly, like. I remember speaking with Cosmo, and he'd just be like, "Yeah, we'd be at a record store. I'd be playing jams with uh, Questlove, you know." And it, it was just kind of like an open community, else. right? Yeah, Cash is like all the DJs. All everybody knows each other in Philly. That's who's a DJ, like, and it was never no hate. Everybody's cool. You can call each other. We used to call each other up. We still call each other. Cosmo was a great friend of mine. Mm-hmm. You know, if I need a record, I need to know a remix or something. I hit Cosmo up, or he, you know, yeah. vice versa. Yeah, yeah. His music catalog is crazy, uh, Cosmo. Yeah, uh, Cosmo was blessed. Yeah, was music Soul Child in the in the middle of all that? Is that how you guys? So kind of- music, no. So um, his name is Michael McGarth. He was managing him at the time, and um, they was like, "Yo, I was actually DJing on the radio." Matter of fact, I was doing an intern on the radio, Power 99, with Cosmic Kev. His name is Cosmic Kev. And I was DJing on the radio, and then music's manager heard me spinning. And then he, he got in contact with them. It was like, hey, um, we would like you to come do an audition. We got this R&B artist that's coming up. Uh, he signed the Def Jam, and, he, you know, we're we trying to bring some hip-hop vibes to there. You know, so, you know, so I was like... I, at first, I was fleeing. I wouldn't answer the phone. I'm like, what I'm going to be doing with like some R&B people? Like, <laughs> I was so stuck in doing battles and cutting. I wasn't even thinking about that's, doing nothing. That's so crazy because a, when a R&B I, artist, I wouldn't answer the phone. Right. So then, I finally, <laughs> I finally answered the phone, and they came to. Uh, I was in. I was living in West Philly at that time. They came to my house, and I had my setup on the porch, 
And then I did it, you know, like some routines and stuff. And then I was like, let me see you add this. Once you put this this beat behind Just Friends, I put it. I think I put a uh, Bismarcky um, make the music with your mouth behind mm-hmm. Just Friends. I mixed it, and then um, he was like, "Yo, that's what we need. And we, you know, we want you to do that with music, and because you know he he was like a rapper too at the time. Yeah, yeah. So they they wanted that hip hop feel. So and that's how it started. Damn man, and that was kind of like your your uh, your your big shot to kind of get out there and, and tour right and get out of Philly yeah. a little bit. That was my first time to get out of Philly um, yeah. like that. I mean, besides going to New York, but to really start moving around, I didn't know no tour world or anything like that until then. And then you just kept moving after that, didn't you? You just kept hopping from tour to tour, artist to artist. And- yeah, from, from there, I mean, you know, we did the tours. You come home for a minute, but then it was like, you know, other artists were seeing, I guess, me spinning on TV, like MTV, BET with music. and. Yeah. Um, they was they was calling actually um, music's manager at the time, you know, asking if I can go out with them and do you know a little small shows. So it's so it's so crazy that it's almost like these artists they don't know where to go for a tour DJ, right? And you've just been like you've literally been the best, Real. and they all just nah. want the best kind of. But right? you know what? Shout, shout out, shout out, shout out to my man DJ Dummy because Dummy been yeah, killing it like, too. Dummy, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's from my Brooklyn, partner, right. Dave, yeah, from Brooklyn. That's that's family right there. And he there. works with he, J. Cole and... Uh, yeah, with J. Cole. Cole. Yeah. yeah, J. Cole. He used to be Commons DJ. He was Commons DJ first, right. you know what I'm saying? And, and that's that's my brother right there. He, he's an amazing DJ. He's, he's actually not just a DJ. He's a music director and, and, and a music composer. So he composes yeah. J. Cole full show. Yeah. So it seems, Absolutely but for that. It, it's kind of crazy to me because it, it's like everyone, everyone calls you and it's, it's dope that you have that reputation and shit. Yeah, I feel like there's like three DJs, which is Tay James, Dummy. Tay James. Yeah. Yeah. That's my guy. He be killing it too. uh, He's for Justin Justin Bieber. Bieber. Yeah. Yeah. Justin Bieber's guy. I feel like that's the only ones I've ever heard about because it just seems like everyone uses the same DJ. Uh, Yo, these dudes act like they're friends, but I'm sure they hate each other, no? They got each other. Yeah, yeah, (laughs) yeah. No, I don't hate him. Get, like, yo, he went with Janet today. Yo, Crooked, I think we could call this this episode the Royd Podcast. Reflect, re, reflections of an instigating DJ. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, ain't gonna have me on here talking. No, 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 I'm not gonna say that. Yeah, he got, he got the Janet King. I just messed with y'all. I just messed with y'all. I mean, like, like you're, on, you're on the phone, like, <laughs> active again. Active got it again. Darn <laughs> 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 yo do you do you enjoy being on the road or is it just part of the hustle? yeah man you do. I, I actually I, I do man i honestly you know and i still you know hopefully when things open up things can get back um but i like being on the road man i think i still got like another i don't know man like another 10 years and i Seven to ten, and I'm I'm done. You're gonna I do this. You're gonna I, do this to the day you die. That's what you're <laughs> yeah, gonna do. <laughs> right, I ain't gonna put no time limit on it. Nah, I man. just like traveling, man. I like moving around. I just don't like staying still too much. I mean, yeah. I love doing like I love doing clubs in different states and countries, and you know, I just, I just I don't like doing it just the same place. Do you find like uh, like what like how we linked with uh, out in Vegas with with the Janet show at Park mm-hmm. Theater? Is that do you find that a lot in different markets? Are there a lot of like after official after parties where? Well, for the for the Janet tour, because um, this was a residency when I was here, so they had the contract when you know with you Eddie and everybody when I was doing on the record downstairs. But when we was touring, um, I was getting after parties. 
probably in like every other state. So that was kind of good too, you know, because they, 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 they wanted after parties, you know, they was like, yo, and Janet wanted after parties out. She <laughs> wanted to come out and hang out. Her Amazing, and the dancers. Man. <laughs> so that kind of, that kind of saved me with that. I'm like, all right, oh, and I can do so a party good. tonight. Because she like, <laughs> the management team hit me up like, yeah, Janet wants to come out tonight. Are you spending anywhere? We're going to find somewhere for you to spend. All right. I love it. She <laughs> definitely hangs. Definitely a, a great. You remember, she used man. to be hanging out, man, all the, the time. Dances all the time. Fans. Oh wow! <laughs> she came to on the record so many times. She, she took over uh, oh, Juniper yeah? before active uh, threw down at Juniper. I think Sat One was in town that, Sat, that Sat, time. Did the, Sat you guys did the jammed. Party. He did the party, and then he I think you jumped on with him. Yeah, I yeah, jumped yeah. on with him. Yeah, they took over half of Juniper. They had the whole thing roped off with Janet and her dancers <laughs> and the whole crew. Man, it, it was crazy. She hangs, man. She she hangs, man. I don't understand this lady. He's 55. She's Amazing. outside. That's crazy. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so, how, wait, how's you've been working with Janet for like five plus years, right? It's five years now. Um, it will be six, but five years, yeah. And she just randomly found, uh, I, I guess we did some research. She just found, like, randomly found a Billie Jean remix that you did on YouTube and then you flew so, to LA? at the time, I was on the Nobody Smiling Tour with Common and we was doing a, re we was doing like a, a rehearsal thing. So Common posted me up doing a Billie Jean juggle. Jermaine Dupree reposted it. Mm. So a friend of mine that was the music director at the time for Janet, he called me, he called me like, maybe like a week later. He was like, yo, did you do something on Instagram? I was like, no. I was like, he said, well, you, who posts you to cut up Michael Jackson? I said, Common did, and then Jermaine reposted it. And he was like, yo, you, you know, I'm, you know, I'm handling Janet. I'm out here. She's about to do a tour. And he was like, yo, she's seen it. I don't know if Jermaine sent the tour or she's seen it on Common's page, but she was looking for a DJ at the time. And he said, yo, she went to your website, she went to YouTube, she checks you out, she, she likes you, she wants you to come out here. I hung up the phone on him. Cause I'm like, I don't believe that. Like, Janet Jackson. <laughs> and like, <laughs> I'm like, that don't even sound right. Like, I, I, you know, and I was actually, I was, you know, I was at a bar at this time. I was, one of my boys was his birthday. We had a few drinks and you calling me about Janet Jackson. <laughs> so, <laughs> I call. He called me back. It was like, "Yo, I'm dead serious." And I'm like, "What?" So I said, "I call you tomorrow." I called him tomorrow. He called me again. He was like, "Yo, you want to do it or not?" Like, she wants you to come out here and do this rehearsal. So I went out there, did the rehearsal with the band. She came in there with the serious face, you know, and they kept me on. I went out there with a book bag, and I, I stayed in LA for the whole summer. I had to get clothes because I couldn't leave. <laughs> Wait, wait, wait. So that's amazing. At what point did you start taking it seriously and maybe start getting a little nervous with this whole with this whole thing? I got nervous when she walked behind me and introduced herself. <laughs> I was like, oh snap, like yo, that's this crazy. is Michael Jackson's sister. Like that yeah. was kind of that was kind of crazy, man. So So wait, you you were there, you were with the band, you're like, you know, just auditioning, I guess, quote unquote fucking around yeah they yeah they was telling me like okay so i think we was doing um this song called uh uh, uh runaway mm -hmm. and and uh the music director was like yo what's the hot track right now what's, what's like one of the hottest tracks you can play and we could play over it you know what i'm saying you know maybe like after the hook and then after the first hook we go into this beat and then come out of it and go back into the regular song. And the hot song at that time was Truffle Butter by Drake. And Runaway's uh, like 110 around there, right? 110, yeah, yeah, yeah it's yeah, right yeah. up in there. Right, so yeah. I, just pissed it, I just pissed it up a little bit, kept it in key. And then um, 
Nice. She liked it. She was dancing and stuff. And then, you know, the dancers were jumping around. That was like when a hot record and then from there, that's, that's how I got it. I mean, wow. <laughs> did you did you like straighten up a little bit more? Did your whole energy change? Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah, my whole yeah. I was I was professional as hell. Do, was, you, <laughs> do you do you ever think that sometimes when you don't care about some shit or you don't believe it's gonna happen, you do your best, like you get the best opportunity sometimes? Like the way you Yeah, man. Like your energy, yeah. maybe your energy when you got the phone call, kinda like, I don't believe this, I'm not gonna take it seriously made them want you a little bit more like, yo, we got to get this guy or something like that. No. You know what? No, I, I don't think it's that. It's just, so, I mean, you know, cause you know, sometimes, you know, people call you and then it's like, is this really happening? Y'all DJ. So, you know, and it, and it might not be happening. So, you know, that call was kind of, was kind of strange. And then from there, actually from there, I, you know, she got pregnant with, with that next year after that tour mm-hmm. and Puff came to the Janet show and he seen me do like a solo or whatever. And then he called the music director said, y'all want him to do the Bad Boy tour. And, that's, wow. and then that happened. Wow, man. That's fucking crazy. Yeah. The yeah, right time at the right place, yeah, I'm bro. telling Every you, time. Active is like Branson weed. Like, you know, like, <laughs> like, like what? <laughs> Branson? Like, Branson. Remember Branson weed? Like, motherfucking. Branson just, weed. Oh, I remember, remember that shit. <laughs> like, it's just like, it just came from one rapper and then one rapper and then one rapper. It became like the most wanted weed ever. And it was from New York. You remember that shit? They be talking nah, about Branson. They be talking Vaguely. about Branson and, and May songs and shit. Uh, I don't know. That's that was that was like the big deal back then. It was like it was like you know it was just like it just got around and then all of a sudden like Miami and Cali motherfuckers were talking about Branson weed and he's like oh shit you know Branson went all the way from New York to like all across the country and it was just like crazy and it's just word of mouth. It was just word of mouth and it was behind that's the active. scenes and it, yeah and it was that's active and it was like. It was, Active <laughs> weed. it was like that, yo. Oh my god! Everybody wants a piece of him. Yeah, well, I mean, it's great because I mean, the magnitude of of Janet Jackson. I mean, you know yeah. that if you lock in a gig as her tour DJ, everywhere she goes, there's going to be like heads that came out. Like even like in Vegas, I mean, you know, you'd go in the backyard at OTR. Active spin. I think Active did a night back there, but then you'd see like. You know, Teddy Riley comes through, Jimmy mm-hmm. Jam, Terry yeah, Lewis right. comes wow, through. Yeah. Every yeah. people are gonna come out to see Janet. So a lot of eyes on you, you know. So I mean that's that's amazing, man. That's was was that story. like the yeah. that's gotta be like the biggest tour you've been on or the Janet tour? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's the biggest tour. And then I would say after that the, the bad boy tour. I really enjoyed that. That was right. that was in a, that was entertaining because every that was night fun. Yeah. with this guy, do you see uh, any of you guys go? Yeah. I was went, there, okay. I went to the one that was with, uh, is it the Essence Fest? Yeah, I was up there, yeah. You was up mm-hmm. there? With, yeah, that, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, Faith Evans was like amazing. Faith, Faith Evans. Evans. And then I, yeah. I yeah. And actually the one in Essence, I brung up Marsha and Bruce. You didn't see her come up there and sing? Oh, no, 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 no. What, wait, wait, what did okay. they do together? What song did they do? Because he did like a little interlude of Say Yes. Oh, and then she okay, snuck okay. up on the stage. Yeah, she was pregnant at the time. Yeah. Right, <laughs> she was a uh, did she? She was part of Fo- Flow Tree, right? Part of Flow Tree, yeah. Right, right, right. That's so wait mm-hmm. on the on the Puff Daddy tour and these mega tours with like Janet Jackson. I, I, like, what what do you what, like? What were the amenities like? Like touring with touring with this? Like, like, <laughs> yeah, the amenities. Yeah, yeah, amenities. I mean, they had you. You mean far as like the you know like the you had room no dressing room? Like how was it? No, 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 no. So no. the band, so the band had their own dressing room. So I'll okay. be, I'm part of the band. So okay. I had my my dressing room with the band, and then like with Puff, I was part of the band as well. Mm-hmm. And we had our dressing room. You know, all the fellas over there. Yep. Yeah. 
And then, so I'm, I'm, I'm imagining that. I don't know. I was just like, I'm just imagining when you're on these, these mega tours. It's like it's just like you're you're riding around. You're having the best food, the best, the best craft service, the best everything. And then there's definitely different levels with certain artists. You know, it is true. You got a a list artists. You have B list artists, C list artists. You know, yeah. And um, like Puff and 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 Puff Kanye, I would say and. Janet is probably on the A list because it's you know they they treat you like A list you know the the yeah, hotels right. is A list the the tour bus is A list you know and the it, service like so, they just yeah it's A list so the C list is it bad or is it like uh, just it's not you know what I'm not, I'm <laughs> I ain't gonna, I ain't gonna say it's bad but it's not A list because A list money is different than. Like like C-list days, they get, like, they get McDonald's and Burger King. No, C-list, <laughs> idiot. No. Nah. A C-list, a C-list might be, you know, maybe one tour bus. You know, the hotel might not be an A-list hotel. You might not be staying at, you know, the park or the Astoria. You know, one of those. You might be staying at, you know, Caroline. Marriott or the Day oh. Inns. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So, uh-huh. you know, that's the, it's a different. It, it varies. Uh-huh. Why don't you get steak? Chicken fingers. It just, it just depends who it is. <laughs> but it, just, it depends on who it is, what type of budget they got, you know. And then you guys are all on the tour bus or what? Yeah, well, 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 when I was, okay, so when I was working with Marsha, shout out yeah. to my sister Marsha and Broches Poetry, mm-hmm. we'll all be on one bus. See the difference? So now with Janet, it's about 15 buses out there. Right. The dancers had oh, their buses, the production had oh, their bus, yeah. the band, the, the guys had their bus. Janet had her bus. The dance, the, the female dancers had a bus. The teachers had a bus for the kids. The kids had their own bus. The cooks had a bus. Jeez. You know, so. Wow. Man. They don't play around. God damn. They don't not play around, bro. Jackson <laughs> money, baby. Did you ever get, did you ever get a little too lit like the night before I missed the bus and people left without you? <laughs> Absolutely, yeah. that happened to me. Yeah. So they'd be, they'd be like, "All right, you gotta have no. the party." They'd be like, "All right, lobby call is at 3 o'clock," and I still be spinning. They're like, "Well, you'll get there." So I just wind up catching a flight and oh, get to wow. the next state or, or get oh, on the Amtrak, sure. you know, oh, you know, because because if, if it's not contracted, like when I was doing on a record, it was contracted for me to do these parties downstairs mm-hmm. through her. But if it's not contracted and they want to leave at a certain time to get to, let's say we going to New York and we got to get to Canada. If I'm not ready to go, you know, and I can't finish up my gig, I got to catch. I, I'm responsible to get myself to that date. Oh, I mean, wow. to get to that next state yeah, and yeah. be on stage by sound check. Mm. Damn. Damn, man. A lot of pressure. <laughs> a lot of pressure. <laughs> oh, man. Hey, you'll never. They don't care. As long as you, as long as you make that sound check, you'll make that sound check. Yeah. Either you're going to get docked. Or they gonna fire you? Never so could have never through. never could have never been a tour DJ. You would have missed. <laughs> I know. I, I, I would be. I would miss every. I, I keep missing the bus, man. <laughs> All my pay would be for flying out to the fucking the next um gig. <laughs> That's fucking crazy. And then so when you're doing these these big tours like with Janet and with like the bad with the Bad Boy reunion tour. Were you were you working with the band and putting everything together? Like how open were they? Absolutely. So so with the with the Bad Boy tour, um, Puff had me. I was doing rehearsal in L.A. with the band. So mm. you know we were just messing around, getting a feel of what's going to happen. And then uh, one of his guys came to me. You know, and he was like, "Yo, you got to pack your stuff up." And I'm like, "Okay." So I thought I got fired. You know, oh, wow. and it wasn't that he, he he left the band there, but he had me come to his house. 
And I'm like, I'm going to his crib. So I go to his house. Oh, shit. He was like, yo, what's up, man? So, you know, I, I want to vibe with you because you're the DJ. And, you know, as DJs, he knows, he look at it as, you know, a DJ know how to rock a party. So he's like, yo, I want the Bad Boy Tour to feel like how you would mix a party using all the, all the artists that's on the tour. So he had me stay at his house for like a week and a half. And I had to play in his living room. Oh shit! Damn, man. Yo, that so, sound system is crazy, by the way. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I had him play in his living room, and uh, it's funny, man. Like he's getting all these like energy shots in him and shit. He's like, "All right, Kush, I fell. I mean, I fell asleep because it was like he he doesn't sleep. It's like four in the morning. He wakes me up. So on the West Coast time, like, yo, come on, I need you to do some more mixes. I need you to see how you're gonna mix this with that because this is what the you know the show's gonna sound like. So once I mixed it. He gave it to the music director. It was like, all right, do you see the way he mixed this? This is how I want the show to run. And that's how the show ran. Oh, wow. That's crazy. Wait, so I'm picturing you just DJing 24 hours a day for like seven I days. I was DJing, man, seven days. I, I wanted to get away from it. <laughs> yeah, that's just crazy. <laughs> I was like, like, was it like, like some man, Dave Chappelle? Like, was it like some Dave Chappelle? I want some Cambodian milk shit. Yeah. Like, it was it like, yes, yeah. bro. I was trying to get away. I was telling my mom, like, mom, I want to get out of here. Get back rides into the living room. I'm like, man, this joint. He's getting everybody up early. Like a lot of people were staying at his house, man. It's just like. I'm like, bro, wait, wait, when wait. can I go back to the rehearsal space? Take me back to SIR. Were you, were you just coming up with all of these dope-ass routines and he just looked at you like... No, it wasn't routines. Hey, no. He was just trying to see like which which song matches with the right, other right. song like the, part of yeah. the show. Like, he'll give me a list of songs. He'll give me a list of songs and the artists that was on the tour and then I had to place them mixing. And how I placed them mixing, he gave it to the band and then the band had to play that. Did oh, he, gotcha. So, did, okay, see yeah. what I'm saying? So you did that. You you kind of configured the set list. You kind of the band took your lead, right? Because right, they went, right. Puff went yeah, the music to follow with DJ's energy and DJ's yeah. programming routine. Right. That's that's dope, right. man. That's amazing. <laughs> Thank you, man. But oh, the music director was hot about that. He just was like, "Yo, I can imagine egos got like, that's the my best. job." You know, what I'm, I'm like, "Listen, man." Yeah. He's like, Dude. He was telling me, you don't listen to him. Don't listen to what he tell you to do. Like, I'm the music director. I'm like, ooh, I got you. But he the one who brought me to his house and told me to mix these songs. So, you know, you Amazing. guys can, can talk about that. Yeah. I want to get in the middle of that. <laughs> <laughs> did you Crazy. did you ever get any of those Diddy moments where he just looked at you with that straight face? Oh, my God. All did, the time. And did something like, that ain't it. That ain't it. No. Like, oh, yeah. he Because like, this is so. Nah, play, boy. He, he's he's nah. to have me opening up the show. You know, to play music in the beginning. So, you know, I'm playing like Biggie and songs that's not in the tour, you know, and getting the crowd hype. Right. He came to me, he was like, no, no. Fuck no. <laughs> he was like, I want you to set the tone. I want you to play some slow songs. I said, huh? Give me some OJs. I'm like, huh? Wow. So he wanted like old school stuff, he said, and then build it up. Mm. You know, so I was like, so that's 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 how you want to do That's amazing. It. That had to be fun too, man. Did he? Yeah, say it was me, cool, you know, Eddie. You know. Come on, man. <laughs> we were jamming last night, so right, right. I tell you. <laughs> did he? Did he say it? In, how, like, how did he say it in a nice way, or did it, did it, you know? Did it make you feel like absolute shit? Like, I feel like Diddy could make no, you no, feel no, like no, no. the most ap- absolute worst piece he, of shit. Break you down with a glare. <laughs> That's my guy, man. He, he's, he's a nice person. He, you yeah. know, he always showed me love. I, I always text him. I still talk to him now. All the holidays, he sends me some rock. So I, I can't even say that. He never talked to me. Oh, wow. Always so much respect. Yo. Man, you got the Deleon. Yeah. Like, active getting real political over here right now. He's, <laughs> uh, he's media trained. He's media trained. 
Man, you know, he's great to work Sorry, with. Rock. I'll work with him again in a second. He, <laughs> you think that's a rock? <laughs> Send me that Deleon tequila, too. Deleon. I want to know about the moment when you went in the bathroom so frustrated. You're like, I fucking hate Diddy, man. I hate this dude. Like <laughs> no. <laughs> you were definitely doing that like when you were at his crib, though. That was that must have been frustrating to work. Nah, it's nah? just the fact that, um, nah, I wasn't really frustrated. I just was like, it'd be like weird times. And then, you know, I got to go up and uh, actually, you know what? It's in his the bad boy, the bad boy movie that came out. You ever oh, see yeah, that yeah, on yeah, Apple yeah. Music? Yeah. yeah, yeah. You'll see me in there in this house, and he got me in there DJing. <laughs> <laughs> That's amazing, yo. Yeah. Uh, what do you call it? I think never wanted to ask you a little bit something about you know never's a huge. We're all huge MJ fans, but never is like yeah. the biggest. I mean, it's something. I mean, did, did Janet ever tell you some stories about Michael Jackson that nobody? Nah. nah? She won't touch on none of that. Nothing, nah. They I used to get in a little, you know, saying like when I first started, so you know, they had they had me opening up the show. I'll spend for like 35 minutes, get the crowd, you know, energized. And I remember the first time I did it, just the first show, um, she had speakers in her room. So uh-huh. she wanted to hear what my set was gonna be. So I'm playing like house music and vibes like that. So then I went to a Michael Jackson song. I think I played wanna be starting something. The crowd went crazy. Yeah, uh, and uh, I played like two Michael Jackson records, and uh, then I got an email as soon as I got off the stage. Like, hey, uh, actor, can you come to the to, to the uh, to the office? You know, to the production office. I came to the production office, and then um, they was like, yeah, you just got to back up a little bit on it. Not too much, Michael. Really? Not too much, Michael. Yeah. Oh, so, wow. damn, you know, saying I don't know what you know, I was overpowering the show, but you know, the energy was crazy high. You know, because that's the sister. You know, but, um, didn't play too much, Michael. Oh, so wow. I actually, I actually, I went to the show and two years ago when you when she performed in Vegas, and was you DJing to warm up the crowd, or was was that a tape, or was that that was you live? That was me live in the back. Okay, yeah. all right. Do you do you switch it up mm-hmm. in every city that you go to? Yeah, I try to switch it up. I try to switch up the vibe, and then you know whatever you know whatever city I am, whatever's hot there, some classic eighties right. or nineties, I'll play it there. You know. After, try to after, get them hyped. After 20 years, do you already know what songs like work better in, in what <laughs> cities? And you're like, yo, I know I can do this and I can do that. For the most part, yeah. But I try to look at the crowd and the demographic first, you yeah. know. So I, I usually I go out to the crowd and you know vibe with the people, see what they see what they look like and mm-hmm. the age, and then I'll go back and say, okay. Oh, okay. Now let me let me so, see. So you I actually so you actually make a point to early in the shows to like look at who's walking in. Oh yeah, I've I, I been. Oh yeah, I'm in the audience. Oh wow, that's interesting. So I can really understand. Yeah, that's great. You know I, love, I wanted to say I saw the obviously I saw the show at uh, at Park Theater, but um, I love that you guys incorporate Throb in the set list because <laughs> they turn right. I mean, they isn't that when you got like it's like all red lights? They turn like the stage into a nightclub, right? And right. You guys yeah. Throb, yes, throb? Yes, right. Oh man. Yes. Amazing. What is- yeah, Eddie was Eddie was there, man. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I have a question. Uh, you did uh, Kanye West 808 and Heartbreak Storytellers, right? Yes, yes, that's what I did. I only did that tour. You have the whole. I did the storyteller storytelling. I did the Ellen DeGeneres, and I did a a lot of shows from overseas. That album was when I was spinning for him. Doug, how 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 was it putting that set together for the storytellers? Because to me, Whoa. that's probably the best storytellers ever ever was. Man, I didn't put that. You know, he just he and I will say this: Kanye is one of the greatest. I'm gonna say he probably one of the greatest 
um, person who can put a show together because he put that whole thing together, man. And, you know, he, even with my scratching, like, it was crazy because coming from Craze doing it and then A-Track, so it was Gold Digger, and, and I was cutting it my, with my vibe, and he just was like, no, that's not how it sounds. That's not how the record sounds. That's not how A-Track cut it. He hears everything because he's a producer, so... Wait, so did you actually go on the road with him too for that tour? You went overseas and you did some. Yeah, I went over. Yeah, I did the whole overseas that whole year for that whole album, the rehearsals, the storyteller. We did. Um, that's the first year actually. I think South by Seth really kicked off, and then that's when he introduced um Big Sean to oh, the yeah, world. Yeah, yeah. And, and yeah, Kid Kid Cudi yeah. was out there. Uh, who else? Common came perform. Erica Badu. Yeah, it was that 2009. Wow, was that wow. tour was that tour difficult because that's the the tour right after his mom passed like exactly the, so the right, one right after that right was after that the, difficult yeah. for, for like for him performing some of those records or yeah because he started getting a little on the 808 he was still good but then later on he started you know he was in a in a in a, in a bad down space you know and yeah. he started changing up on yeah because i remember like that's when he like recorded pinocchio's story and all that stuff live, yeah. and then yeah you'll break down about his mom a lot you can he- yeah. hear a lot you can, like a lot yeah. of videos would come out of that so i was wondering yeah. if that's the same tour you was he, on yeah that was the tour i was on he was cool though like he wasn't really from i think after that that tour i think it was uh what was it the, the fantasy the dark fantasy yeah yeah the one after that yeah right i did like one show with him and then from there i started doing uh Cause he didn't want to DJ at the time no more, so I started doing Tiger. But um, before that, with the 808s, yeah, he was cool, man. He was real cool. He wasn't snapping or anything. Do would you would you ever work with him again throughout? I mean, it's I mean, I would. Yeah, you would. Yeah, yeah. I seen him last year actually, and we was talking. You know, mm-hmm. I mean, I'm still cool with him, but yeah, I, I would work with Kanye again. How do, how, do you, how do you feel about the, like artists and just like you know, you know, I guess. I guess there was so much controversy with Kanye supporting Trump and all of this politics involved and just... I don't really get into the politics. Yeah. I don't really get into the politics. You know, I just look at him as an artist musically. And I think he's an awesome artist. The other stuff, I try to stay away from that. Um, What I can say that, you know... His sneakers are still selling. <laughs> <laughs> have you have you ever worked with an artist that was maybe difficult or that you didn't like, but you believed in their their talent and you believed in their music and you loved their music and you still kind of stayed with them or worked with them after? Or I don't think so. I, no? Everybody I actually worked with, I actually liked their music, and uh, it was never it wasn't difficult. Right. Uh, I can't. I can't. I can't say that. And with all of these people that you worked with, what was your most memorable tour, do you think? My most memorable tour will probably be Janet. Janet tour is probably the most memorable tour for me. I would say that. And then, but the most memorable artist spinning for, you know, doing a couple spot dates would be Nas. Damn, but that's wow. like my favorite rapper. So, you know, when I was working with Khalees, they was married at the time. And uh, he had me do a couple shows with him. I did a, a, a couple college shows and then he took me to Jamaica with him. Wow. And I, I was man. like, man, like, you know, rocking with Nas. I was, I was actually, that's, that's the first show I was scared. <laughs> wow. I was first show I was scared, man, because, you know, I was so excited that I'm spinning for him. And I was like forgetting some of the ad libs. I was just so excited. I'm trying to, you know, doing the cuts and all that. I was young. But yeah. Wow, he took you to Jamaica. Was that when they were doing the, um, the thing with Damien Marley? Or no, no, no. This is in 2006. Oh, okay. 
Isn't that around yeah. the same time? Oh no, it was after that. It was way after that. Yeah, two thousand and six. Yeah. Damn, that's fucking dope. Wow, man. That's, yeah. that's a crazy. How how was it working with him? Like with Nas? Cool as hell, yeah. man. Nas is laid back. He, the, the way you see him is how he is. You know, Nas he's great. Did, were you controlling the set list? Working with him with it? Or? Nah, nah, I wasn't. He already had the set list. Um, Lenny S. Les, I'm sorry, Les. Les, yeah, yeah. Les, what is Lenny yeah, S doing? Not Les, I'm sorry, Les. I'm gonna say Les. Yeah, yeah. Les was his DJ, at, you know, at the time, and then he kind of he couldn't go on the road, so he set me up with the set list and like, yo, just play this. But at that time, we had the instant replay, so I had to hit the replay. Remember oh, that? Man, yeah, of course. <laughs> <laughs> who kid used to? Who kid used to come to light? Yeah, yeah he's he the that. DJ on the instant replay, man. The whole the whole wow. set was on DJ the instant replay. DJ on the instant replay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was crazy. Wait, That's I don't, crazy. I don't even know what you guys are talking about. What is this? Are you like saying sampler like type an NPC thing? Like NPC type looking. Yeah, thing. It's a white one. Yeah, they used to run shows off that, man. Yeah, like, oh. a lot of, like a tape recorder. A lot of artists. It's like a tape recorder. Oh shit! Like all the explosions and do 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 do. Like it's like a. Big ass yeah. MPC, like it's crazy. Oh shit! Yeah. I didn't even know. I didn't know. I, didn't, I, I the whole time I thought they had like an MPC up there or like a sequence. Nah, nah. Nope. It's a white. It's a white slate board. Oh, yeah, pretty dope. With a they blue don't use screen, it no more. Yeah, with a yep. blue screen, mm-hmm. I believe. So yeah, it's like old school shit. Yeah. So, so I kind of want to know. We we had like uh, our podcast. We had a, a few dates and we had a, a couple like overseas tours lined up. I mean, how many shows did you lose last year? How many gigs did you lose Man. last year? <laughs> Yo, I saw the sadness. Oh man, he's a shit. Bro, this, this is this, pain, the, this, this is the part of the interview where you know the guest starts to cry. You know, because I want I want to get yeah, that emotion I out. I don't. This is like a Roy Firestone segment where you know, <laughs> or whatever. Man, can you name I some of the artists so that you were gonna you were gonna go on tour with last? Well, year? one common, yeah. Um, and then two, definitely Janet. I mean, we had a whole. She was dropping her albums. And we, wow. It was called the Black Diamond Tour. I mean, if you heard of it, it was the Black Diamond Tour. And uh, they was trying to keep pushing it back and pushing it back. And then, you know, the whole year got put to trash. So that, yeah, man, your last gig before the shutdown was the thing we did. My, right? that, my that last yeah. official gig I did was through Eddie. And he <laughs> had That was in like something. Tahoe or something? It was in Tahoe, man. Yeah. At this big ski at this big nightclub. And from there, people was on my Instagram like, yo, I can't believe you out. This is Corona. You got to wear your... I have my mask on. I got a mask on. I'm like, they're like, it's serious. And then that next Monday, they shut everything down. Like, everything was shut. It was over. Right, right. That was the the 19th, because it was the 18th. I was coming home that 19th. The whole United States was shut down. Oh, shit. I swear to God, I'd be looking at my calendar from last year. And I, yeah. I shouldn't do this, but I get a calculator and I kind of put it all together. Calculator. Why do you do it to yourself, Rich? Why do you do it to yourself, man? Same. I was that. like, I have so I many best friend that. dates. What a masochistic <laughs> approach, <Right>. dude. <laughs> Did you do that? Did you do that active or not? Hell no. no. Uh-uh. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I just want to see what I what I kind of lost. You know? uh, yeah, fuck that, man. Yeah. I knew it was a loss. <laughs> <laughs> so, so did you, I, I gotta say, like, being grounded and not traveling, and I know you love being on the road, did you, did you kind of, I don't know, did you learn something about yourself? Did you, was it good to be kind of, you know, um, not in transit, to be just, you know, in place. I mean, I got some things. I got some things done, you know, yeah. that I needed to do. You know, I said I needed to catch up on like on some personal things. I would say that for being on the road right. so much. Mm-hmm. But 
I did and I still do, you know, miss doing the traveling. You right. know, I was like, all right, I'm I haven't been home that long and I don't know how long. So me being home for two, three months straight, not going nowhere, I was I was kind of going crazy. Like, oh my gosh, what is this? <laughs> Man, like this. So I thought the end of the world was happening. Yeah. <laughs> You was yeah. a, you was a active on IG Live. I know you and you were even going back and forth with D Nice. Uh, oh yeah, a we, times we, on. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we ba- we battled this week. I don't. I was not trying to. I'm like, bro, like <laughs> he went. Uh, you family say so he wanted to come in. He, I, I, it's a show I do called Chill Vibes, and you know it's a lot of people I bring on versus artists and you know entertainers that I have relationships with. So they come on, I talk to them, you know, and I talk to them like 10, 15 minutes. And then do a tribute to him. So I said, let me break D in. And he's like, yo, I want to do chill vibes. I said, cool. So he did it this week. And then he started trying to interview me. And then he said, well, since you you talk this chill vibes, let me see what you got. I'm like, what are you talking about? <laughs> he, came, he came on a show called Chill Vibes and, and took it to a took a battle. <laughs> he won the battle. Me. So, this, oh, so we treat us like the verses. Let's treat us like the verses. I said, oh my gosh, there was like 8,000 people in this damn chat because of this dude. <laughs> wow. Yeah. So we was up to like three in the morning playing, you know, song for song, like chill vibes, remixes, and old school music, man. So it was fun though. That's my brother, man. So I think it's so funny that you didn't want to be part of like an RB tour. Like with Music Soul Child, and you Ooh. in the beginning when you were like you know when Music Soul Child, nah, you didn't want to be part of an not, R&B, and but bro, like I was not, but you not worked with no we, type of R&B, yeah, but you worked I, with some of the best R&B artists and like and you know now, now I mean yeah. that, I mean that's that's moving, but in the beginning yeah. I was a strictly a underground you know like my DJ crew Set One XL J Ski, these guys are like hip hop heads, so at that time. We was just like strictly scratching. Like I was just into scratching, and right. you know, if I was doing parties or mixing, it was definitely just hip hop. So I didn't. Then I was scared to get labeled as, "Oh, you an R and B DJ now?" To use, I was doing DMC and tricks and beat juggles, and <laughs> I was afraid like, the street cred with. Uh, yeah, with my credit was. They was teasing me in the beginning. Say, "Hey, smooth guy," it was calling me all types of names. My sat one, sat one, and they was killing me. Till he saw oh, how many really? girls showed up to the <laughs> Soul Child show. Yeah, right. yeah and, and then they're gonna be like, "Can you get me a ticket?" Yeah, yeah. All the chicks on the music Soul Child show. Yo, so all of these years, twenty years, you've been in this game. Mm-hmm. Eighteen, twenty years, you've been you've been on the road. Have has anything changed to you in the live performance aspect of of all of these things? Um, I will say yes, it did. Uh, with live music. You know, if you're working with bands, I mean, the bands that got shorter now because they don't want to, these artists don't want to spend that much money as they used to. Yeah. Production, they got a little bit smaller. It ain't, the budget ain't as big as it used to be. Why, um, wait, why is that? Because these 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 labels and, and, you know, they're not cutting the checks they used to cut back in the early 2000s or the late 90s. Right. So it's just a different game now. And a lot of stuff, you know, now that the culture to move forward, I'm really curious to see how this is going to kick off because everything is virtual now. You could do a full Erica Badu been doing full virtual shows this whole time. We've been killing it, like selling them out virtually. So wow. So what mm. what do you think? Or what do you think is gonna happen? Like what is you I think that you're you're in the inside. You're you're kind of seeing what the industry's kind of talking about, what these artists are feeling out. When do you think it's all gonna open up and then live shows are gonna come back? Live shows are not coming back officially, officially. Yeah. Probably not until um fall of like maybe September or fall of this month, smallly, like 
like of this year, of this year, of this year. Yeah. yeah, I'm sorry, this year, I'm sorry, like 25%, you know, or maybe like 40%, but it's not going to be fully maybe until next year, 22, to be honest. So wow. 22. So you think it'll everything will come back, go back to normal, maybe around 22, 23, maybe. 22, mid-22, I think it'll be back to normal. But, right. you know, they, I mean, they're going to stay, Live Nation is going to, you know, they're not doing nothing. It's, no festivals is going on this year. It's, it's nuts, man. I, I know you've been doing some virtual shows. Didn't you? you did something with her and Cisco? I think it was IG Live and stuff. Are you? Are yeah, you, yeah. That's on Chill Vibes. Yeah, on Chill Vibes. Are, are you going to mm-hmm. do something on Twitch? Because everyone's on Twitch. Is there a reason? Yeah, but you know what? So the only reason why I've been doing things on live, I do Twitches. I do a lot of Twitch shows for different DJs and stuff like that. And I spend on Twitch, but they be taking my music down. I be taking, you know, sometimes they take it down or the copyrights or whatever. So I am on Twitch. But with Chill Vibes, because I'm sponsored by Maker's Mark, they don't want to transfer over to Twitch. Ah, okay. Mm. You see what I'm saying? Don't, so I got to keep doing the IG. It's so weird. All of these sponsors, they they like, you know. They're they funny, man. They'll get, they these, funny. they'll get these DJs who have huge followings on Twitch, and they'll be like, no, we want you to go on IG Live. Like, they don't, yo, it's they crazy, don't get it, bro. Right? They don't they get don't, it. They're not getting it, man. I'm like, yo, let's just take it to Twitch. And like, no, you know, the followers are not going to come to Twitch, da 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 <laughs> You know, the brands and then some of the people that, you know, some of Maker's Mark, they're like, we don't know how to get on Twitch. It's crazy, man. Right. I don't understand hey, it. Hey, Ak, when you have when, when you have a uh, a sponsor as high caliber as like a Maker's Mark, do you, I mean, mm-hmm. even though Chill Vibes, there's a lot of, uh, there's a lot of interview um, and stuff like that. It's not just you just doing a straight DJ set and stuff like that. Do right. You no. have a, do you have a, because IG was, was notorious when you went live for copyright infringements and stuff like Absolutely. that. Absolutely. Do you, do you still find some obstacles with the copyright stuff? or what So, you, yeah. what I do now, E, um, I only try to play the song probably for like 30 seconds or, or 50 seconds to a minute, and then I get out of that, you know, or I try gotcha. to pull the fader out, pull the up and down out and talk, you know, mm, but okay. I don't really do like a straight mix no more because it'd be more of me just interviewing them, and then, you know, I play some music and stuff, and yeah. uh, I try to stay to the closer to the older music. Because if you play any new music, they 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 shut you right down away. They'll immediately, play, yeah, yeah. 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 So. There were so many like little tricks and like people would pass around like the applause tracks to try and mask stuff. Like in oh, the early yeah. days of the uh, in the early stages of streaming since the COVID shutdown, right? And, uh, yeah. Well, that's that's why I think you know Twitch is you know props to Twitch because at least props to Twitch. Lot, for the live portion, they allow you, at least right now, they allow you to get your whole set through and then they'll just yeah. shit on the replay. But And a replay, yeah. yeah mm-hmm. so. they, I love Twitch. They still need to find a way to transfer this audience. And it, it, I guess it's it's getting easier and easier. More people are, are transferring over and transitioning yeah, over to Twitch. They're starting yeah. to come. They're coming they're still, over. They're yeah. coming over. It is it is kind of weird in the beginning. People are like, what, what what's going on? Following, <laughs> subscribing, what's going right. you know. I think in the beginning, there is that that weird transition phase for anything. Yeah, I, I was like that too. And then once you go like catch that, once you just give it a chance, whether as a, as an artist or as a, just a, a, a participant, like on the, uh, you know, just watching or somebody stream, it's a totally different experience. It's actually it's totally. a lot of fun. It's a lot it's of, a lot fun, of fun, man. You, but you got to keep people engaged, man. You know, yeah. it's you got to keep too. doing it too. Yeah. To you got to keep doing it. Yeah. Are you, are you hearing from a lot of artists like that are trying to figure out a way to virtually, you know, to move their shows, virtually. not really, not man. Really, so not, they they want really. Just, they just really they want to wait it out. They wait for this thing. Yeah, they uh, want to wait it out. They wait to clear like until this thing get cleared up, and I, you know, people get a vaccine now, I guess, which is good, you know. And then they probably gonna, you know, 
want to probably come out and perform, but they, a lot of artists from chilling. Yeah. I haven't heard mm. nothing. Is it, why, why do you think they don't even want to try to, they, they, are they good? Like, they're just kind of like, we don't even want to deal because it's going to half-ass the show. It's hey, just gonna- the money-wise, they don't want to do shows for 25% because they're losing money. Right. I get and it. And well stay home. Right. Flights, paying for the, you know, staff, it's, it's not worth it. How have you been trying to stay busy during this whole thing? I know you dropped an album. Well, I, I think it's amazing that you dropped an album in 2019, right? Yeah, thank you. Yeah. Th- throughout all the things that you're doing, as active as you've been, uh, as you have been touring and everything, you were able to put together an album, which is something that not a lot of DJs, a lot of DJs would love to do it, but they don't have the time and the focus. And you had a lot of songs on there and a lot of yeah, but that took, but that took a lot of must, time though. So I was gonna ask you how long <laughs> did it take you? Five, five years. Five years. Wow. Five years, wow. Five years total. Wow. That's one because I don't have no record deal. Two, I had to beg, like beg these guys to do it. You know what I'm saying? Like far as me getting comments verse, it took me a year to get comments verse, and I was around. And I'm like, please, can you just, you know? He's like, I got you, I got you, I got you, I got you, I got you. And you know, he did it all this time, and I was thankful for it. Yeah. You know, music kind of got to it kind of fast, and Marsha got to it fast, but like. You know, I had Beanie Siegel on there. He took a minute. You had a lot um, of you had a lot of Philly, Philly, Philly dudes on there. You had yeah, PD yeah, Crack, yeah, yeah. Crack, Freeway, 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 PD Crack, shout out to Freeway, PD Crack, yeah, Prestige from Atlantic Records, um, Estelle. You know, so that, I had Capone for Capone and Noriega. He was on the track. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the album name was The City, right? The tour. the tour, the tour. I'm sorry, but the, tour. the city was a single. The single yeah, with common, was right? Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and then and then I was listening to the album, and it's it's a really good album. It's like a good listen. Thank you, man. It has a Thank very you. like uh, R&B vibe to it, and it's really yeah, good. yep. It's definitely for like the uh, the '90s, 2000s, like yeah. That's what I was going for. That's that's yeah. the favorite music I like to play. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's, a, it's it's a great listen. I was wondering the whole time. I'm like, yo, like. This is a really well put together project, and there's all of these guests. I was like, it must have taken him forever to do this, and taken so long Ever. to do with, that with no budget. And you know, and some of the artists, you know, I had to pay for their studio time and then pay them out of my pocket. So you know, I try to do the best I can. But I, I was pleased with it. I was thankful. Yeah, yeah. amazing. So, do you do you want to do that again, or do you think it's like, man, I've done that and I'm I'm cool with it? You know. Well, I was working. I'm working on you know doing something again. Uh, but it's not gonna be that many songs. It probably be yeah. like three or four songs. That's <laughs> a single one. You an EP? Yeah, the four EP. I can't do that. Too much. Nah, nah. Yeah, it was it was extensive. I was like, this is a lot of work, man. It was impressive, Thank man. You, man. So, uh, Thank you. as far as uh, keeping busy, are you? You're still on Sirius Radio, right? You're still working on there. Yeah, every now and then I do like a show, but I was I'm not doing it like every week or consistently. Like once a month. So. What I've been doing, like I told you, I've been doing the Maker's Mark stuff. I've been doing a lot of Zooms. Um, I've been doing like a lot of Zoom parties, man. And throughout this pandemic. And then on top of that, you know, they've been opening up a little bit. So I've been able to come outside and do some events in Delaware. Uh, I, I do something in Atlanta at the W Hotel. And another place down there is kind of cool, cool vibes. So that's, that's, that's been it, man. So like transitioning from just being on the road so much and then like having to wait for all of these tours to maybe start next year. Mm-hmm. How are you looking to plan yourself in the next in the next one to two years for yourself and stay busy, you know? Well, I'm working on opening up a, a DJ school. Mm. So 
Interesting. Uh, called nice. the, the Philadelphia uh, the Philadelphia DJ School. Wow. And it's me. Um, it's me, my cousin, uh, uh, DJ Ghetto. I know Jeff said he wants to be a part of it, and Dr. Jason, Jay Irvin. So that's what I'm thinking about doing to get back to the kids, man. Oh, I, man. I actually, I, that's, amazing, I actually, man. that's a you. great, great fucking idea. That's insane, amazing. man. You know, thank I, you, fam. We had a uh, melody on the podcast, I think, a year or so Family. ago. Yeah. yeah. And he was talking about, you know, the Beat Junkie School and the brand. I love it, man. You know, and then it's what amazing. they did and the amount of DJs coming out of California because of them. I, it's insane. Yes. And I think you guys could really motivate even more Philly DJs to come out. And I think that's a Absolutely. great, great idea. Yeah. Well, I've been trying to. So basically, I, I, sometimes I teach at uh, Roman College mm. um, in Jersey. Oh, yeah. And I, I usually do like once a month there with kids. We got a, a program called the Dance Program. And I teach the kids, you know, about hip hop, you know, where it came from. And then I teach them about DJing, you know, and about touring. So my aim is to basically get more tour DJs, younger tour DJs, and teach them how to be tour DJs, not just, you know, hey, put your hands up. You know what I'm saying? Really learn the, you know, the mathematics of it, learning how to work with a band, learning how to read music, you know, learning what the key is and stuff like that. So that's what I'm trying to aim for with the DJ school. Wow. When do you think you're going to launch that or when do you think it's going to be? Hopefully, man, hopefully, uh, hopefully, brother, you know, the end of this year or next year. So, yeah, yeah, that's, you know, so, you know, just writing the, blue, the blueprints down and everything. So mm-hmm. hopefully it happens at the end of this year or next year. Yeah. Let us know and we'll yeah. definitely we'll definitely plug that shit in and, and uh, let the people know about that shit. So thank you. Going going back to like, you know, the tours and everything you've done, you know, and your favorite tour being Janet Jackson. What was like the worst experience you had on the road? Which tour? The Roid Podcast strikes again. Yeah. <laughs> that way, God that way, damn, crooked. Now that we heard all this positive shit with the kids, let's get a look. Oh my gosh. Let's get, let's the, get a- the worst one. I, I, I got to go to my man. I got to go to my man, Kanye. So. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Oh man, what uh, happened? Man, he, what happened? He, he, uh, I, I, I guess it was a, it was a part I missed. I guess he heard it. I thought I came in on the right one, and I didn't. And he had like this like helmet on, and he ran up to me. You missed the party, missed the party, all in my face. And I'm like, oh my gosh, he had like what kind this, of helmet this, did he have? Oh, what, what, what he had? He, he like this helmet he had on, like you know, that's what he was doing. Because he had us all. We all had to wear helmets. We had helmets on. Oh, black the black oh Because yeah. you know. Yeah. Uh, the the black one. black one with the he, like, shade. It looked, yes. like the, like, it looked like he was like in the Death Star and shit. Like, yeah, it, was it was weird. High, it was it weird. It was weird like as hell in there. But he had one on this time. And he ran up on me with that damn mask. And I didn't know what was going wait, on. Wait, wait, wait. I got to see this helmet. Because I'm thinking about the Margella mask from Jesus. And it's not that. Oh, no. Oh, it's not no, that. No, no, no. So, wait. We, we had, I'm thinking of the Daft Punk. That's what I was going to say. Daft Punk. It was, it was close <laughs> to a Daft Punk. And it was hot as hell in there. So, that wait. Mask. You had your helmet. You can't hel- lift it up. Can't you had your up. helmet on. You had your helmet on. He had his helmet on, and then he, he runs up with his helmet, and he yells at yes, in my face. <laughs> it's like uh, a, a scene, a scene out of Spinal Tap. This is amazing. <laughs> <laughs> so it's like these two helmets kind of just like. Yeah, yeah. I'm just like, come on, man. This, so this was in the middle of the show? Yes. Oh, shit. I didn't, it, it was song. He was, 
he brought Rihanna out, and that's when they was they was doing the song. Uh, we gonna run this town and uh, run this town. Yeah. And uh, I think I came in wrong with Gold Digger, like a scratch. It's like get 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 down. I thought to do it first, but I was cutting it. Get 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 down. He ran over to me. Wow. That's not how full this sounds. Oh shit! But he didn't he, <laughs> he didn't do it on the mic, right? No, he no, took no. the mic away. He just was in my face. You know what I'm saying? Oh. <laughs> I can't find a picture of this fucking helmet, but it's on the video. Oh, I got plenty of pictures. Did you feel? <laughs> so wait, wait, did you feel like you were in eggshells during that tour? Like you were walking? Oh, I was on eggshells. I thought I was on eggshells that whole tour. You know what I'm oh, saying? But, you know, love. So you were just like, uh, you must have been like having like anxiety every time you had to perform. Every time I was, wow. ner- I, you know what? I was nervous every time I was doing that show because wow. he is on everybody's heels. But he's known <laughs> to be like that. Like he's known to stop the show or talk over and be like, yo, I can't hear my left ear. Like he'll let you know when you're fucking Yeah, he's he going to tell you. He's going to tell you. Yeah. What is, who is the artist that you've worked with that executed the, the tightest and the best show? but had the most positive vibe and approach to it. Janet. Janet, really? Yeah, man, legendary. Because she's been doing it for so long. So it's like clockwork with her, man. Wow. Super professional. Yeah, that's great. I was was wondering, besides Janet, is there anyone else that's on a smaller scale that you've worked with that that you guys came up with innovative ideas and concepts and – and just Marsha Ambrosius, Marsha from Flowtree. Wow, I, I got to give it to Marsha. Yeah, she's wow. very sharp, and you know she gave me a lot of creative freedom. You know, working with her wow. on her tours. Yep, and she's an amazing writer too. She's written some amazing, amazing writer, songs. man. Yeah. Justin Timberlake. I just did it. I just did an uh, interview for her um, today out here. She got a, uh, a documentary coming out. It's on BET, and um, I did an interview actually talking highly about her today. Wow, man. Yeah, she wrote um, Butterfly for MJ. For Michael Jackson, yeah. Butterfly. Yeah. She cried me a river for Justin yeah. Timberlake. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She's an amazing talent and one of the, one of the best voices in R&B. And I, I remember yeah. Flo Tree would say yes and all that. It was insane. Underrated. Yeah. Really underrated. Underrated, yeah. yeah. Underrated, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Is, there, is there an artist that you wanted to work with and, and couldn't and couldn't go on they- tour with? Jay-Z. Jay? Whoa, okay. What happened? Wait. Did, <laughs> I never got a chance. I didn't get that call. I never got that call. I never got that call. That's one person I did want to do, you know, when he was he was actually out there. You know, yeah. shout out to my man, Young Guru. But I definitely wanted to be a part of that. Wow. That'd be amazing. Uh, what do you call it? I mean, yo, is there anything else you, yo, you guys want to ask or talk about? We good. I think we covered everything. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure. Appreciate y'all. I'm sure there's a ton of other shit, but (laughs) yeah, I want to ask some some crazy shit, but I I don't want to. I don't want to put you on. (laughs) I don't want to put you on. Nah, man. (laughs) (laughs) But yo, man, thank you for coming through. Active. Uh, It was thank you, man. Great to have and please have a safe trip back. To, uh, Thank you. To I appreciate Philly. you guys. And let us know. Man. Um, yeah, it was really it was a real pleasure to have you on here, man. And uh man, fun. hear about yeah. it. Yeah. And you great, and, Evan, Rich, appreciate y'all. Yeah. Yeah. And it, honestly, and honestly, we didn't talk about it enough, but I, I want to just say that your scratching and your technical abilities, like I was watching videos, Ooh. it's super, super sharp. One of the top, top scratchers I've seen out there, you know. It's uh, really thank you, brother. It's really the, the routine, yeah. the routines that you do. If you if you guys haven't seen it, like check it out. It's it's super tight. You know, we see like I see Peter Piper routines all day long. I see all of the same routines 
for some of the shit and some of the ideas that you had were were different and it was like it was refreshing you know what i'm saying and i just want to say you know salute <laughs> Sa- salute you know thank you man i appreciate y'all that's no love doubt, man yeah. Yeah, man then, thanks for coming on so if you want to watch this episode on YouTube or view some of our older episodes as well, you can go to youtube.com slash road podcasts, like, comment, subscribe. We post new episodes every Thursday, every Thursday, y'all, without fail. So definitely come check out the new episodes on YouTube on Thursdays. And on Fridays on YouTube, we've been posting our older Sunday battles from Twitch. So Jamie and I have been working really hard to get these older battles on YouTube for you guys to watch. So every Friday, you can check these older battles on YouTube. And you can also check the newer battles on Sundays at twitch.tv slash roadpodcast. Make sure to follow us on Twitch and uh, subscribe if you can. We just started a new Tuesday on Twitch as well called Road Tuesdays. Basically, everyone in the crew alternates every week. You could check Never One Week, Jamie One Week, D-Miles the next week, and myself the next week. Hopefully, you know, we'll start incorporating some of the homies and have them do some guest spots as well on Tuesdays. So definitely check that out, twitch.tv slash roadpodcast. And, um... Uh, yeah, before before we end this podcast, I want to I want to uh-huh. give a, another shout to uh, Audio One uh, from the Bay. If you want to send money to Audio One, you can do it through PayPal, and I think it'd be DJ Audio One with a number one. Um, he's recovering from his stroke. He's doing I'm hopefully very much better, and he's and he's, he's uh, home now. He's he home now. Home. Yeah, he's home. But now. Uh, he's not going to be able to, you know you know, create uh, revenue on, on Twitch and DJ and stuff. So as DJs and in, in the DJ community, we want to support him. So make sure you're, you go check him out. And I believe a lot of his homies are keeping his Twitch account alive. So definitely support him on Twitch. But, you know, Twitch mm-hmm. takes a portion of that money. So if you could PayPal him, that'd be even better. And mm-hmm. uh, yo, Or buy his merchandise. Yes. He has merch available. You could do that also. I bought some merch, okay. so all of us are going to have DJ Audio 1 tees in, in a little oh, bit. Oh, jeez. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> but Active, thank you again for coming through, man. Thank you, man. Real pleasure. Thank you, man. Yeah, and then hopefully sure, maybe we'll thank you, a. maybe I'll head yeah, out. Yeah, for we'll, sure, man. Thank you. Yeah, maybe you we'll, know, and maybe next time you go to um, Patty LaBelle house, maybe you can like <laughs> I'll bring y'all some package. I'll bring y'all some pies, man. They got some leftovers. Exactly, pies, man. man. <laughs> Wait, do you, got you. do you got a stash? Right. Do you got a stash of those like some sweet potato pies? Oh yeah, bag? I got a couple of them in the freezer. <laughs> yeah, they gave me a bag of them. <laughs> All right, thanks. All right, everybody. Good looking, man. Peace. Thanks. All right, bro. Go get them tonight, man. Good All right. Thanks, guys. Thank you, man.